the Ticat Audio Network. This is Speaking with the Enemy. Yes, it is a brand new episode of Speaking with the Enemy and the Ticats getting set to take on the Ottawa Red Blacks on Saturday. It is a 4 p.m. kickoff right here in Hamilton and on the call in Ottawa. Well, from Hamilton in Ottawa on TSN 1200 will be AJ Jackvick, who's with us now. And uh, AJ, this is, uh, I bet, I, I guess every game is a must win for the Red Blacks from, from here on out, I guess. Yeah, I mean... Uh... I think that ship has sailed, to be honest, uh, unfortunately. I mean, at 2-8, and eight, I'm a big fan of sportsclubstats.com, and it gives you the, the numbers of what teams need to do. And if Ottawa wins all four games, they're still under 50% to make the playoffs. So um, at this stage, it's about next year. It's about evaluating what you have. And um, I, I, I think in particular, you kind of want to evaluate what you have at the quarterback position. So – um, that, that's been hard to do in recent weeks because the offensive line has had trouble holding up. But they've, they've had a ton of injuries. I mean, it started really before the season when, I, when Alex Mateus retired. And, you know, his direct backup, the, the first-round pick of the Red Blacks in 2019, Alex Mateus, uh, wasn't able to play due to injury. And so that immediately put them down two Canadian offensive linemen, and they've been struggling ever since. They've had a lot of injuries. Uh, Nolan McMillan looks like he's done for the season. Um, you know, their American tackles have been going down left, right, and center. So 10 different games and, and 10 different uh, groups that we've seen on that offensive line, and, and seven different players have made their CFL debut on the offensive line this year. So it, it's been a struggle. Uh, from that perspective, and, uh, you know, I, I think that's uh, affected a lot offensively. You know, they've used four different quarterbacks uh, so far this year, and we could see a fifth this weekend. I mean, Caleb Evans is going to start, but uh, Duck Hodges will be on the roster, uh, ex-Pittsburgh Steeler, and, uh, you know, that that's generated some interest for sure. So, but, you know, bottom line, back to your question, uh, for the Ottawa Red Blacks, I think everything is about next year now and just evaluating and, and trying to build something toward 2022 because uh, even if they're to win out in 2021, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, head coach Paul Lapolice was on your station earlier this week, and he said, you know, Caleb Evans, he's got interceptions in, in multiple games and, you know, three interceptions last week against Montreal. Were you surprised to hear Lapo kind of I, – I wouldn't really call it a vote of confidence, but uh, to see him go with, with Evans again here in, uh, in this matchup against the Ticats? No, I, I think, uh, you know, this is – Duck Hodges has been in Ottawa for under a month now. So he's been learning the offense. He's been learning the Canadian game. And, you know, in practice, he's been the number three guy. So he's not really getting any reps. Now this week he's getting reps with the offense. I think he's learned uh, the offense and, and picked it up quite quickly from, you know, everything I've heard. So, um, yeah, it – to, to throw him right into the fire when you don't need to, I, I think just to have him on the roster is probably a good thing. And I'd be surprised just given where they're at, if he didn't get a start or two down the stretch, but in, in the meantime, you go with Caleb Evans this week and, and you know, you've got Hodges as a backup on the roster that the biggest thing to me is again, just how this offensive line holds up. If, if it holds up a little bit better uh, then I think, you know, that at least gives the quarterbacks a fighting chance. But you don't want to throw Duck Hodges into a situation where 
he's running for his life uh, right right out of the gate. So that that to me is the the most important thing uh, this week. And if they if they can get that sorted out, and and you know, it's not just about what you do on your own line. It's about different schemes and blocking, you know, protection patterns that you've got, and and just you know, play calling as well. And so if 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 you give your quarterbacks a little bit more of a fighting chance, then then I think, uh, you know, you, you should be able to at least evaluate what they can do. But the last thing you want to see is have Duck Hodges come in and make a CFL debut and he's just running for his life. Yeah, I uh, shades of uh, Johnny Manziel against the Montreal Alouettes uh, a few years ago where I think the first throw he threw of the game, or his first career throw in the CFL was an interception. Uh, we're going to stick with quarterbacks here because uh, another signing this week uh, in Tom Flacco, the younger brother of, uh, of Joe Flacco. Do you, do you – you, you, everything's for next year. I kind of get that. But do you get the sense that Paul Apelis is going to, to play with different lineups? He's going to see different quarterbacks? Or, or do you think he's got to stick with one hot hand through the final four games here? I think we'll see Evans and Hodges the rest of the way. I mean, they just needed another quarterback, right? You've got three guys in the sixth game with Taron Christian, uh, Matt Nichols, and Dominic Davis. And if you lose another quarterback – you, go, you don't you don't want to see a situation we already saw it once where two guys went down in the same game and Nichols and Davis and you know that's a, a new rule in the Canadian Football League this year teams are you know only dressing two quarterbacks and I kind of think they should probably go back to three uh, given what we saw earlier this year with Nate Bahar having to to take the snaps to finish that that game where Davis and and Nichols both got hurt so uh, they they just needed another quarterback in camp because, you know, with uh, with the way the position is, you've you've always got to have. Doesn't matter what the position is, you've always got to have one more guy available to you if you if you get some injuries. And uh, as of right now, if they didn't bring in Tom Flacco, uh, you know, their margin of error is nil. So yeah, not surprised on that. It sounds like he had a pretty good camp in in, in Saskatchewan with the Rough Riders. So. Uh, you know, he could get an opportunity down the stretch, but I would think if he does, it would probably be because of injury uh, rather than performance. Uh, speaking of injury, obviously a huge one, one of the most explosive players, one of the you know most fun players to watch in the CFL right now in Devontae Dedman. Uh, he's out. I mean – I, I feel for Red Blacks fans because, like, this this seems – like, it, it almost seems unfair at this point. Every team is dealing with injuries. But you mentioned the three quarterbacks on the six-game injured list. You know, then Devontae had me. You mentioned the offensive line. I mean, I, I feel bad for Ottawa Red Blacks fans. What's the conversation like around this team in the city right now? It's You know, obviously this team loves – that city loves a winner. We, we, we know how supportive those fans are. But, but you host a show, so what, what's the discussion around this team right now? Yeah, I think, you know, everything's focused towards next year. I think there's, you know, an understanding that, uh, you know, as long as there's hope that, you know, fans are going to come out. And, you know, it's been it's been a tough goal. They've lost 23 of their last 26 games going back to 2019. So, um, Devontae Dedman is a player that, you know, he's, he's a special player, kind of like you know, what we've seen from Brandon Banks, right? One of the most electrifying players we've seen in the Canadian Football League in the last decade. Uh, with Devontae Dedman, I mean, if he is able to return and, you know, he's in a walking boot with crutches right now, so I don't know exactly what that means, but certainly he's, he's nowhere near returning. So if he were to return this season and kick returns another 
uh, kick return for a touchdown, whether it's a punt return, kick return, miss field goal, whatever, uh, he'd set the record for fastest to five return touchdowns, which is uh, Henry Gizmo Williams. He's got five in 18 games. And right now, um, he had five in his first 18. He ended up with 31 in his career, which is mind-blowing, considering number two on the list is Pinball Clemens with eight. Um, but Devontae Dedman's halfway to eight um, and, and four and 14 so far. And, and just, just a player that every time he touches the football, we saw it last week as well against Montreal. I mean, he wasn't able to get a return touchdown, but he had two very long returns and one that if the kicker didn't slow him down, he was – uh, clearly going to go all the way again. So every time he touched the football, it's it's one of those edgier seat type of moments because you always get the sense that he's one one move away from from going the distance. And uh, you know the league needs players like that. The, the thing about the Canadian Football League that makes it special is you know it's not just a two phase game. It's not just about offense and defense. Special teams is a big big factor, especially with the return game and. Uh, when you've got players like that, you know, long history in this league. I mean, seeing it with Brandon Banks, you see it with, you know, Stefan Logan, Chris Rainey, and um, you, you look at Pinball and Gizmo and Chad Owens and all the great return men we've seen. I, I think that's what makes the league so special is just the excitement in that third phase. And unfortunately uh, for Devontae Dedman, uh, you know, he'll have to wait a little bit longer to maybe try and break Gizmo's record. Well, I, you know, I say this as someone who enjoys sitting in front of the couch and watching uh, football for, for several hours on Saturdays and Sundays. Um, every time I see a fair catch in, in, in a different league, it's just kind of like, it kind of just like drops my shoulders. So the one thing I, I the, one of the most things I love about this league is uh, the lack of fair catches on punting and the excitement, literally, like you say, every time a kick goes in the air. All right. Uh, there's, there's been some negative here, injuries, all that stuff, two and eight record, but what are some bright spots on on this Ottawa Red Blacks team maybe not even now but bright spots you're watching in the next four games towards next season guys you've seen who have progressed who might not be getting the attention they deserve are there are there any players like that that jump out to you uh, on this Red Blacks team right now yeah I mean the, the all the issues are on offense that that's that's the reality and you know it's the old line I mean quarterback's been an issue we did see you know, a couple of really good games from Caleb Evans, the, the win over Edmonton where he had the three touchdowns and no interceptions. So I, I think there's some promise there with Caleb Evans. Um, and, and you do have, you know, some other bright spots on offense. Ryan Davis has had a pretty good rookie season. So uh, Nate Bahar has had a real breakout campaign, a, a former first-round pick out of Edmonton that, uh, has, you know, it's taken some time. He, he went to Carleton University and was a real good receiver there, but, uh, we're, we're starting to see him turn the corner and become a real productive Canadian receiver. Uh, the, the strengths of this team, though, uh, to me, this, this is the best. And you could probably say this over the course of, you know, Bob Dice's tenure in Ottawa. He's, uh, you know, the lone holdover amongst coaches from the Rick Campbell era. And, you know, ever since he arrived in 2016, special teams has been a strength and, and always amongst the best in, in the CFL. You have, you know, Lewis Ward, who's still – you know, he's the most accurate kicker in the history of, of the CFL, and, and he's missed two this year, so he's right around 90%. Richie Leone leads uh, the league in, or is right at or near the top of the league in, in so many different categories. I mean, pinning opponents inside the 10, net punting, you know, average punting. Um, he's been sensational. The cover teams have been really good, and we talked about Devontae Dedman. So for me, 
uh, Ottawa special teams have been in the been the best in the league. And defensively, um, they're they're back to back games when they're a little bit banged up in the secondary when they didn't have Abdul Kenna and Sherrod Baltimore where they struggled and they gave up uh, fifty one. Uh, to Montreal in 45 the next week in BC. But other than that, the, the defense has held Ottawa in football games, and they're, they're making plays. Ken has got three interceptions. Brandon Dandridge has three interceptions. You look at this linebacker unit uh, with Avery Williams, who's, who's going to be back and healthy again this week, and Micah Aweh. And, um, you know, those, those guys, that's as good a duo in the league in terms of, you know, middle and weak side linebackers. So there, there's – there's a lot of positives on the defense for sure. Um, and special teams is amongst the best in the league, but unfortunately uh, the offense is, is really, really struggled. And that's, you know, why this team is, is two and eight. Uh, AJ, uh, you know, in my six years of covering Hamilton sports, I think this is the longest we've gone without seeing each other in person, uh, having last seen you at the, the bubble at the Island Games and PEI. So let me just say I'm very much looking forward to seeing you in person at the stadium on Saturday. I appreciate you doing this, but looking forward to seeing you, buddy. Yeah, you too, Louie. Excited uh, for the weekend for sure. and Hopefully we get a pretty good game. Well said. This has been Speaking with the Enemy. Make sure to join us at 4 p.m. for the kickoff, 3 p.m. for Tiger Cats pregame, right here on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Speaking with the Enemy. Dropping twice weekly before every Tiger Cats game. Like and subscribe to get inside the enemy's head.